You are now listening to The Beat Basement, Season 7, Episode 3. Imagine if there were like 100 Kanye's. Imagine what the world would be like. Right. He definitely don't follow the masses. Yeah, exactly. exactly so. It's The Beat Basement, where you hear from your livest producers. All of them. And this is where it all goes down, where you hear the funky sound. From the producers who's up and coming to the great ones, all of them. And I'm your host, Swish, and we going in. Everything going in. Well, on this episode, man, we got one of the dopest, the hottest producers in Atlanta, man. This dude right here, man, he's not afraid to show the people and to give the people what they want and what they've been missing, man. On this episode, man, we got this hitter right here, man, Jeff Sonata. What's good, man? How y'all doing? Thank you, man. It's great. I'm gr- I'm grateful to be on here with y'all guys, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you being on here. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, it's been long, long time coming. Um, you put on a good show at the beat battle you know what i'm saying you did your thing yeah. you 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 know what i'm saying it's nothing else i can say you know what i'm saying it was i was happy to see you out there happy to go bar for bar you know beat for beat with these with the hottest producers all around the world you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it was dope it was dope man but I, don't let me hold you up um let me start off by saying, you know, introduce yourself. Tell these people who you are, what you do, where you're from. Uh, yeah, my name is Jeff Sonata, man. I'm from um, I'm from Lagos, Nigeria. Yeah, I was born and raised in Lagos. Um, so, I mean, music, that's where my roots are, you know. So, my influences stem from from everywhere, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, man, you know, Atlanta is home now. So, I kind of I kind of look at it like I was born in Lagos, but I was adopted by Atlanta. You know, yeah. Wait, wait. So you you from the motherland? Yeah, I'm from the motherland. What kind of forever then? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how you should have came out to that beat to the beat battle. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Next beat battle for the championship belt, man. You gotta come uh, out wearing the Wakanda you're forever me. gear. You kill me, bro. <laughs> you kill me, bro. Like, but yeah, man. Um. So yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a producer. I make music. I would make records, you know, like that's just my thing, you know. I have a, I have a genuine, genuine love and and passion for it, you know. So um, I just want to make music and inspire people, you know, and just you know make stuff that inspires me as well, you know. What I mean, like think about the, think about a moment when you heard like you know maybe one of your favorite artists for the first time, and you're like, wow, what is this shit? That's the kind of feeling I want to give to people too, you know. Just like when somebody hears, I'm like, "Wow, what the fuck is this?" You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's dope, man. Yeah. Um, so did Legos give you your sound, or did you mix it with Atlanta when you came here? Or? Uh, as far as sound, to be honest with you, I can't tell you that I have a sound like that. Oh, this is my sound, and this is how I sound because I can play you stuff that just sounds completely like disparate like completely different like so it's not i don't think i have a sound per se but i draw influences from everywhere so like be down from lagos obviously like 
also depend also like the kind of music I grew up around. Like my dad always had different kind of records growing up, like from you know, like Tupac to J Blige to you know, like Fleetwood Mac to The Temptations. He, like he had a good mix of a lot of different stuff. So, so like y'all over there, y'all was still listening to American yeah, so music too? Yeah, yeah, of course. And do so, it do it influence y'all, do it hit y'all the same way as it you know, as it touches us. Yeah, same same way. His music is music. You know, yeah. like, it hits the same way. So like that that was normal. Um, so just I draw I draw inspiration from everywhere. You know, so I won't say I have a sound per se, but being that being from there definitely influences how I see and how I hear music and like my own unique like musical sensibilities. Like, you know, yeah, that affects it for sure. What age did you did you really know that music is is what you want to do? Uh, to be honest, with you, like music has always been something that I've wanted to do, but like I don't think I ever really allowed myself to embrace it like that. Like oh, like I'm gonna do this. Yeah. Yeah. But deep down, I've always had the love and the passion for it, and spent a lot of time doing yeah. it. But I never really owned it. Like okay, this is what I'm gonna do in my life. Right. You know. Why do you think? Why do you think you haven't haven't did that? You know what I'm saying. I I mean I've I feel I've done that now, but like I didn't do that earlier just because you know I grew up you know um, strict as hell. Your parents I'm, I'm, it sound nah, like I'm, African I'm, parents is strict. Nah. Go to school, <laughs> get your shit done. <laughs> my friends are my friends are chill, man. My friends that's what's chill, up. Yeah. That's my friends up. are chill, but but it's just, shout out to Legos too. Yeah, right? my friends are chill. It's just um. Where we come from, our parents, you know, we from a third world country and all. It's, I feel people here obviously have very skewed views about Africa and stuff because, like, they show people the worst of the worst shit <laughs> on TV. So when I came here, I'd be getting people asking me all these funny questions like, oh, like, why is your English so good? Or, like, you know, did y'all come in a boat? <laughs> Damn. That's, like, that's funny shit. Just like, ig- just like ignorant stuff. But just like, there's no place in this world that's perfect, right? Like every, everywhere got a ghetto. Everywhere got a, you know. There's always gonna be rich, poor, you know, all the same shit, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, back to your question, yeah, cause like where we come from, our friends always want us to be doctors and lawyers and engineers and stuff like that. <laughs> so they they wouldn't be so quick to like support you know you pursuing the arts and stuff because. You know, they they came up in survival, so they want you to go into something that they know is going to be um, lucrative, you know, guaranteed. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's good intention. It's just, it's what they know, you know. You came over here where you like, damn, America, you, you bitches are spoiled. You you know, you, mm, y'all, y'all got it too good or, or any of that? Or? Oh, uh, not necessarily... I mean, I was aware of how things are here, so like, I wasn't really, I didn't really have that reaction. Like, like oh, you people are spoiled, like, because I already knew how things were. So your folks back home are gonna be like, oh, he's too Americanized now. He's, nah, he's, nah. <laughs> he's over here cutting the food now, nah, making these beats, kicking it with street rappers and all types of nah, artists. Now nah, I'm just expressing myself. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about expressing yourself the way that you do, like? What do you think about being a producer? What oh, made you pick that? Oh, man. Like, being a producer, 
So for me, I was always, an, I'm an artist as well. So I make, you know, I make music as an artist, you know. And I was an artist before I was a producer. And the, the moment for me kind of was like when I came over here and I like watched all them videos online of like maybe like what Kanye sampled and then what he turned it into. And that kind of, that was kind of like a light bulb moment for me. I was like, oh. I mean, I've always known people produced because, like, like I said, I was always an artist. So I was in a group in high school, and, you know, we rapped, did all that, you know, all that stuff that most people do. But um, I never really produced and, like, made stuff like that. You know, I didn't really have an interest in it at that time. But um, when I got here, like I said, I'd, I'd be watching them videos, and that was kind of like when the light bulb moment happened for me. It was like... <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, that's what I want to do, you know? And um, that that's when I started to connect the dots and started to try to learn how to do that. Because a lot of times as an artist, I'd have ideas for songs and stuff, and I wouldn't be able to get the right production for it. So it was, it was out of necessity as well, because I have these ideas and this sounds in my head that I want to get out and like you know I've worked before I before I became a producer I had worked with producers a lot of times like I have an idea and it wouldn't always translate the way I wanted to so I was like okay I'm gonna try and start making my own stuff and from there I just fell in love with it I just I just fell in love with it and like I became even much more passionate about it because that's that's kind of what now fuels me as an artist like but my own records, uh, I, I like the idea of like taking a record from like A to Z, like crafting a song from scratch, like making the beat, writing the lyrics, recording it, mixing it, mastering it, doing the artwork, all of that. Like I enjoy that entire process of, of creating the product. You, what was the first thing you picked up when you said, okay, light bulb, yeah. what I'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> a doll, I'm getting the uh, I mean, doll, speakers. Doll, I mean, FL Studio, I, tr I that was always around me because I've seen people use it a lot. So I kind of gravitated towards that because, like, some of my favorite producers use that. People like Boy Wonder, Hip Boy, you know. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go with FL. And I just learned the program, and I was always using that. Um, I took, like, some piano lessons, you know, to try to help me out with, you know, music theory and stuff like that, you know. Um, but, yeah, I just I started with FL. You know, but now I use a multitude of things. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. What? 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 You know? What? Why? Cause like, I I like gear and I like like I like technology. Like I'm much quicker, as weird as it may sound. Like I'm I'm much quicker to buy a new plugin, you know, a new music plugin that I am to buy a T-shirt. Mm -hmm. Just cause like I love anything that allows me to hear sound in like a new way. So, like, I like, you know, gear and stuff. But, like, for me, just, I started with FL, right, from making beats. And when it came to, like, recording and stuff, I was doing that on Pro Tools initially. But then I switched to Logic because I, I couldn't afford Pro Tools at that time. So, um, Logic is what I mainly use for, like, recording, mixing, and all that stuff. But as far as, like, making beats, I mainly work in, like, FL. I work in an MPC now a lot. And um, what else? And sometimes Ableton as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And like you said, reason, because I saw you using reason. I use the reason rack. You can use it as a plug-in in other DAWs. Mm. Yeah, so I wow. use that too. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, That's dope. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so you just buy plugins from various people, or or who's your what's your favorite one? That's my favorite plugin. Yeah, it depends. Like, if you're talking about like a sound plugin, like like something that gives off sound, like a keyboard or a synthesizer, something. Um, oh, that's hard. It's it's hard for me to pinpoint one and say that I have this one favorite plugin because. I don't really have a favorite one. Damn. Yeah, so I'm sorry. But like a big I, library then. Yeah, I mean like I dig all the cool stuff that other people dig, like Omnisphere, Expand or Arturia or Contact, all that stuff. I I mean I dig all that stuff, but I don't feel like I have one thing I'm like this is like my mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just I'm always trying different things. Mm. Do you have a um do you have like um, <clears throat> a certain sound like with those, or you sound different completely on each different you know plugin or different? You use them different ways. Yeah, so yeah. You uh, everything's just a tool. Everything plugins, all of that. They're just tools. It's just how you use them. You know, that's really all they are. They're just tools. So you're a craftsman with your tools. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's yeah. It. That's how I am. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, um, give us a, give us one of your favorite, um, producing moments in your life that you won't forget. Uh, one of my favorite producing moments in my life was when, one of my friends lost his, his younger brother transitioned, and he he needed to, his family had asked him to create a song, and um, you know he asked me to help record it and stuff, and I was able to bring the song to its full potential because we were in here and he had a voice touch live and he has like a little equip it's like a little box with like an effect box that's like a harmonizer and stuff like that and we're in here and we were able to record a choir in here you know he was the one singing it through the box but we made it a choir like a children's choir so like it came out really beautiful because you know the song was for like this this yeah, this this moment in his life, you yeah. know what I mean, you know. So all the memories. So being able to help with that, I was like, that was when like I'm like you know beyond other things like you can see in music, you know, really helps, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Did you you knew him? Yeah, you no, know, we went to college together. Like we worked a lot together, but he just he had just lost his younger brother, and you know he he was gonna make the song, you know, mm. and um, his family had asked him to make a song. And so, you know, he came to me, he already had a beat, you know, and stuff. But in terms of how I was able to guide him and correct, you know, yeah. give the creative direction and uh, bring that choir and everything to life. That for me, that was, you know, I was like, okay, yeah. That's a Kanye to being, moment to right be, there. Yeah, being of service in a moment like that. I was yeah. like, yeah, that was good. Yeah. What do you think about Kanye right now? What do you think about? I don't, I don't really think anything about Kanye right now. What? <laughs> you gotta have something. You gotta have something. You gotta think something about Kanye right now. Everybody thinking something crazy about Kanye no, right now. For, to be honest with you, like, to each his own, man, like, I, I don't I don't always feel the need to have an, an opinion on everything. And, um, 
I don't know. You know, I, I don't feel like anybody has all the answers. I feel like we're all figuring it out, you know. You know, one thing I can say, I'm, I'm not going to say... I, That's like, safe. I, That's safe yeah. to say. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah, like, I can't, yeah. I can't... You know, I'm not here to be judge or executioner of anybody. Like, you know, we all here to... There's no manual for life, you know. You, you figure it out as you go. And um, if one thing you can... You can all admire how audacious he is. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Just, not, I'm not saying like, what I mean is like, and how he's not scared to look stupid. You know, think about how many people are so scared to look stupid they wouldn't even do, like follow your dreams or, or stuff like that. He's not scared to look stupid. Yeah. You know, I'm. You know. Imagine if, imagine if there were like a hundred Kanye's. Imagine what the world would be like. Right. Yeah. Right. He de- he definitely don't follow the masses. Yeah. Exactly. Know exactly. So, you know. Yeah. Do you think he'll make a uh, a recovery? Come back? I I don't know. I I, f- I feel like to me, just being a fan, I just always say like, I'm just always. So you like, still oh. support him then? No, not necessarily about still supporting. I'm just thinking like. For a moment like this for him, you know, a musician if, if standpoint. M- if music can help him like find his balance or whatever or help him heal or you know, just be a comforting thing for him right now, that that'll be good. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about entering into the beat battle championship of the world. Oh yeah. Um for the conversation I, I honestly I wasn't I was Ill prepared for that. What? Yeah. We couldn't tell. Because you, everything, <laughs> your sound was dope. You know, you nah, had was, the fans was, behind I, you. I was ill prepared for that because I thought it was going to be like the traditional beat battles where, like, you come and you play a beat and the other person plays a beat <laughs> and stuff like that. That's what I thought. It's too easy. Yeah. So it was when I got there, I was oh, this is what it's like. But then again, I took that and I learned from that, you know. So, like, if I prepared for it, for it that way, yeah, I'd have like okay, you know. But it was fun. I liked it. I liked the, you know, just the competition, the um, speed factor to it. You know, it makes you kind of um, you have to think less and just work fast. And you know, yeah, I like that. You know, it was cool. It was it was it was interesting to see like, you know. In that way, because traditional beat battles are always like, all right, this person has the beat, we play the beat, (laughs) you know. But having that like that way, you had to make it on the spot. That was very interesting. Was was really good. Dope, dope, dope. Do you think you came out where you should have came out, or do you think you should have won? Um, uh, (laughs) (laughs) course you gonna say, man, I should have won that shit, man. The the crowd was, man. To be honest with you. Like I said, I was ill prepared for it. So like, if I was well prepared for it, you know, then that that was those would have been the results I'd have seen. You know, so I mean, I can't say that. You know, that I should have won. Can the people expect you in the next beat battle championship? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to participate in the next beat battle championship. But but the other the only thing there's another event going on in Atlanta. That same weekend, yeah. Right. So I, I, you gotta watch your times, but I, I definitely want to be part of the next one. 
That's for sure. Okay. Dope, 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 man. Well, y'all heard it here first, man. Justin out of laying it down. You know, he got the funkiest sounds in the A-Town and all around. All the way back to Lagos, man. We appreciate you being on the podcast, man. You know, is there anything you want to say, tell these people? You know what I'm saying? Where can they reach you? Everything. Uh, you can find me at all social media at Jeff Sonata. Yeah, um, social on um, streaming platforms, Jeff Sonata. You know, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not hard to find. I'm everywhere. Dope, dope, man. I appreciate you big time, Jeff. No Thank you for hey. having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's the cook up. Time for the cook up. Time for the cook up. What you gonna cook up, man? You gonna cook up some of that? What what they call that um that dish over there in Africa, man? That everybody use uh Ooh. that foo foo. <laughs> you about to cook up some foo foo? Yeah, I'm gonna cook up. Let's do it. thanks and be thankful and there's always something to be thankful for yeah man be thankful that you're even still alive still breathing that god gave you another day that you're not in the worst of the worst situations so be thankful it's the time of the season to be thankful for what you have there's always somebody out there with less um so be thankful. There's always somebody that, that that needs what you have. So be giving, give thanks, and continue to share the love. That's my word, y'all. Blessings on blessings on blessings. Peace.